All right, everyone, thank you for joining me again today. Today I have Freehold Township head coach Dave Patterson. Coach, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me, Nick. Um, before we get into the good stuff with the, you know, the Freehold team and uh, pro successful program there, um, when did you start uh, – when did you get into coaching and what made you get into coaching? Uh, so growing up, I was always, um, you know, always an athlete, always doing, um, you know, whatever sport was available out there, soccer and basketball. And uh, when I became a teacher, uh, got into basketball coaching first and actually thought that was going to be my path. I thought I was going to be, you know, a, a varsity basketball coach. Um, but when I ended up coming back to New Jersey, because I was living in Virginia at the time, um, I ended up back at my alma mater, Freehold Township, that's where I went to school. And um, I got a call from Todd Briggs, who he and I played travel soccer and high school soccer with. Um, he asked me if I was going to be putting in for the JV position on the boys side that was open. So I did that for four years. And now it's fantastic to, uh, to learn from him and to work with him. Um, his program when he was running the boys side had a lot of success, just like the boys program now has a lot of success. Um, and then in so that was 2006 to 2009. And then in 2010, I became the uh, girls varsity coach. So I've done 10 years with them. Oh, wow. That's, that's a pretty good tenure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I like to ask coaches this. Do you find a similarity to coaching and teaching? I think it's um, one and the same. I, I know there's a lot of um, teachers who coach and sometimes you have coaches who teach. Uh, but I think of both of my preparation and my actual, um, you know, my day to day as pretty much the same thing. You know, you're, you're preparing with a, an end goal in mind. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of intermediate steps that you take along the way to get to that bigger goal. Um, and, and it's all about, you know, working with people and helping people um, and trying to get the most out of people to, to help them grow. Um, I want to go over uh some of the accomplishments your team has had, you know, since you took over as head coach. Uh, sure. So when I took over, the team was really on an upward swing um, in 2010, had a very, very talented group that I was picking up as they were juniors. Um, that year we went to the short conference semifinal and won the division for the first time in 10 years. Um, the following year we won the short conference tournament in 2011 um, and then we had a couple years where we, we were still successful, won divisions, uh, but it wasn't until 2015 that we um, really broke through on the state where we ended up winning um, the Central Jersey Group 4 and then we're co-Group 4 champs with Ridge. Uh, we, in 2016, we weren't quite champions, but we made both finals. We made the Central Jersey Group 4 final and the Shore Conference final, uh, lost in both of those, unfortunately. And then in 2017, we came back and um, won the Centro's Group 4 again and were co-champs again with Ridge, believe it or not, 0-0 for the second time in three years. And since then, um, we've, you know, we've been making finals, making semifinals. We haven't broken through with the championships um, on the Shore Conference or state level. Um, but overall, it's been a pretty successful 10 years with the program. A lot of talented players. Yeah, group group four Central Jersey, group four South Jersey. That's uh, it's a brutal group. It's you know you play you know best teams in the state when you're in that group. Yeah, definitely a lot of talented teams. But with Hunter and Central, obviously, Old Bridge and East Brunswick, definitely uh, Manalapan. There's a lot of talented groups. Yeah. Um, 
I should, a couple of your teams also made an APP, uh, their top, you know, teams, 30, uh, 30 teams, I think they did, you know, since you took over, which is a you know, great testament how, how good the program is. Do you feel the youth program in Freehold helps, uh, you know, feed, feed your high school program? A hundred percent. They do a fantastic job with the Freehold Soccer League uh, to help the, the girls get involved early and then to push them to improve. Um, the feeder program is fantastic. Um, one of the things that also we benefit from, even though we are Freehold Township High School, the way the lines are drawn in the district, sometimes we get some kids who actually live in Howell. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we get some kids who actually live in Manalapan, but because of the way that they're districted, uh, we end up benefiting from that by getting some of those kids as well. As well. Um, and that's really, that's really helped build our roster as well. Yeah, it seems like the, be- the better... Howell players are on the freehold side. Um, I remember when that, when the whole redistrict thing happened, I think it was when my sister was in high school and uh, you know, it was tough because her team, her travel team was broken up essentially. Um, But you know, that's so many kids in the freehold Howell area. They, you know, they had to do something. Um, Right. Definitely. Yeah. I want to recap last season. Um, I got to see your team quite often. It was such a fun team to watch um, the way your team plays. Uh, I really enjoyed it. What were some of the accomplishments your team had last year? So <clears throat> when I think about our team last year, um, obviously we went to the, the short conference semifinal, um, lost on penalties to Tom's River North, a very good team. And we made it to the state sectional final against Hunter and Central. Um, took them to overtime, you know, the overall – Group four champion and number one team in the state. Uh, we took them to, to overtime, but we weren't able to kind of break through. Um, those are kind of like the highlights uh, throughout the year. We, we kind of like we would start and stop and start and stop, and we never really got the rhythm that we were really looking for. Um, you know, we'd have two great performances, and then we'd have a letdown, three great performances, and then a letdown. So we had trouble with rhythm and consistency last year, um, but the girls fought hard and had a lot of talented players step up um, in big spots and, you know, push us to the short conference semifinal and the state sectional final too. There's a couple games, uh, like you, you know, your opinion and talk about uh, one was the the St. Rose game in the short conference. Um, I thought both your teams were seated improperly. Um, I haven't been shy saying that. Right. Um, uh, I thought both of you were higher in an eight, nine seed um, and that we got, a potential semifinal matchup in, you know, the quarters. Talk, talk that game going double overtime, you know, you were trailing, you know, you tied it, you know, and, uh, you know, a good back and forth game that ended up t- going to like the last couple of minutes. Yeah. Leading up to that game, um, I had scouted them um, just like I scout just about everybody. Well, in normal years, I scout just about everybody. Um, but, you know, I, I knew the, the Les Cascas girl, she was fantastic. I watched her play twice that year alone. Um, and we kind of tried to game plan for her, which is something I, I generally I don't like to do. But when you have such a transcendent talent like her, um, we probably overcompensated as coaches and in, uh, in our game plan to do that. And because of that, we weren't really playing our style. We weren't playing to our strengths. Um, so at our halftime conversation, we talked about, um, you know, making some changes and um, that kind of started to spur us on and get us that momentum going into, um, into the rest of the game. And then obviously it worked out for us there in overtime. Yeah. I want to talk before we get into a couple other games, you talk about halftime changes. The first game I saw you guys, you were at Howell 
And uh, I was kind of on your side where you were talking to your team at halftime. And, uh, and I noticed this, you know, I, you know, soccer background, Howell was controlling the ball when it was up in the air and you guys were controlling the ball on the ground. I heard you say your team, keep the ball on the ground, which right. I mean, you know, you know, just being a neutral fan in the stands was like, yep, that's, that's the thing I would be telling the team right now. Um, uh, talk a little bit about the Tom's River North game because people asked my opinions for the semifinals and uh, I kind of thought, our, you know, RBC was going to win, you know, with their loaded team. And I, I didn't know who was going to win your game. I just – I knew it was going to end up in a shootout for some reason. Just talk a little bit, you know, about, you know, that great game and, you know, what it felt like, you know, dropping in a shootout because, you know, I always hate when a team ends up losing in a shootout. Yeah, definitely. I think um... – you know, uh, Freel Township and Tom's River North have had quite a few really, really good battles over the years. Um, you know, their coaching staff does a great job, and they have a lot of talented players. Um, in that game in particular, um, I felt like we were really, um, you know, controlling the ball well. I thought we were controlling uh, a lot of the play. Um, they were dangerous, obviously, in a lot of, in a lot of situations. Uh, we ended up going down uh, with a goal that they scored from probably about 40 yards away. Um, just kind of one of those, you know, the girl picked her head up, saw an opportunity and she hit it. And, you know, to her credit, she put it, you know, right in a spot where we couldn't get it. Um, and we were down and, uh, but we never, we never quit. We never stopped fighting. Uh, we want to compete for championships every single year. And when we, you know, 10 minutes left, five minutes left, um, you know, we didn't quit and we made it switch to move Athena Giannacoris. We moved her up. So basically adding, another offensive player. We went to three backs at that time. And um, she ended up making the, the starting of that play that pushed it ahead to Ryan. And Ryan Leonard was able to make a fantastic play uh, with, I believe it was something like 12 seconds left to go to overtime. Um, and then, you know, we were so up and so up and um, we pushed in overtime. And I thought we had a lot of great chances. Didn't go for us. Um, and then it went to penalties. And, you know, when you go to penalties, uh, it's, a, it's a toss of a coin. Yeah. Uh, their keeper's fantastic. Uh, our keeper's fantastic, too. But, you know, that's just kind of the way it goes. And, you know, we worked on PKs a lot throughout the postseason. Uh, that, it didn't go our way that day. Um, but I think that was a great experience for that group last year because they ended up coming back. Um, we ended up having that opportunity again to do that in the sectional semifinal, which pushed us to the sectional final. Um, so that experience really helped us in the long run. Yeah, you know, talking about sectionals, we'll go through, you know, Central Jersey, like I said, tough bracket. You, you guys played Heightstown, you know, you won pretty convincingly. Then, you know, a tough Monroe team, which um, uh, talk a little bit about the Monroe game and the Oldbridge game. Yeah, I would say both of those games were, were pretty similar in that those teams are, are, are fast and physical and, um, we like to try to, you know, possess the ball, keep it down on the ground. And they were, they were doing a lot of high pressure. Both of those teams were, and they were trying to disrupt a lot of what we were doing. And uh, that did make it challenging for us. Um, but in both of those situations, I think we kind of, you know, being there in the, the years prior and having such a tough schedule leading up to that point, I think those experiences really helped our team get to, you know, that next level and push through and, um, and, and get both of those wins. Uh, I mean, even though uh, we won the one on penalty kicks, the other one was a penalty win as well. Yeah. It was just we had ended up winning, winning a penalty uh, with just, I believe it was something like four minutes to go, and then Anna Provorkina finished it for us. Yeah. Um, 
just I want before we I want to talk about a couple of seniors, but the Hunter and Central game, you know, I made the trip out there, middle of nowhere. Yeah, that's a long drive, long drive. Yeah. It was a fun game. Uh, you, you know, your team didn't back down. They had their opportunities. Um, I thought Hunter and Central scored on a little bit of a chintzy goal, but you know that's the breaks in soccer. Uh, soccer. Just just talk about the team and you know the way your team fought that game. Yeah, I was so proud of the way uh, that they fought because, you know, we've had battles with Hearn Central, you know, four or five times over my 10 years. Um, and when you make that trip all the way up there, um, you know, it could, it could be tough. It could be tough to get up for that game, uh, sitting on the bus for an hour and a half. Uh, sometimes, and most of the times you show up and it's freezing out. One time we showed up and it was snowing there. Um, but like you said, we didn't back down. We were, we were going to give them everything we had. Um, and I think we did do that. And I think we, we maybe surprised them a little bit, you know, because we weren't, you know, it wasn't the one versus two seed last year. Uh, we were, as you know, we were, we were pushed down a little bit in the state bracket as well. Um, and, but I think we showed them that we were the same Freel Township team that has battled them so many times over the years. And, uh, you know, we had them on the ropes. Um, we had some chances, but then, like you said, you know, the soccer gods weren't on our side that day. Yeah, you know, you brought up a couple of your seniors. Um, I would like to talk about Athena a little bit because she, to me she was one of the most versatile players I saw this year. You know, you would have her defense, and the next thing I turn my head, she, you know, she's at half back, you know, or pu you know, push it forward. Talk a little bit about Athena. Yeah, so uh, Athena, um, who is at high point right now, she um, there's a reason she's playing Division One soccer. She's uh, very, very talented, and she's very um, smart, and she sees the game at a very high level. And, um, you know, there were times early on where she was starting the game as a forward, but we ultimately, you know, settled on, you know, the outside back position because of our formation. There's just so much room down the flank for her that she was really able to kind of exploit that space and just create opportunity after opportunity for her teammates and for herself sometimes too. Um, so that was very, very beneficial. Yeah. Um, you know, you talk about, you know, exploit, you know, the space and stuff that sometimes been trying to teach my niece, you know, take the open space because, you know, they, they put her defense right now, you know, she's young, but I say, you got to keep, take the open space until it's not there anymore. And then, you know, make something happen. Uh, another, another top senior you had was Anna, you know, she had the big goal against Monroe penalty kick, um, you know, always, always seemed to be in the right spot to, to, to finish a shot. Um, I think it was the Rumson short conference game. Uh, you know, she had a big, big goal. Yep. yep definitely. Um, yeah. Uh, talk talk a little bit, Anna. You know what she, what she meant. Yeah, so Anna, a very very technical player. You mentioned the fact that she's there to finish a lot of the goals, um, but she was also the leading assist maker in the conference at 20, 20 for the year, which was amazing because you know she's obviously talented uh, enough to strike the ball and to create her own shots as well. But where she was most pivotal was you know creating opportunities for other people, whether it was you know a, a quick look to the opposite diagonal run or uh, slip through the middle. Um, she kind of, she really, really was in tune with the rest of the players in, in so far as, you know, what kind of runs they were making and what kind of opportunities were there. So yeah, she was, she was a fantastic player to have for us. And then uh, another senior I want to talk about that she seemed like she scored every, every game I went to was Kat O'Brien. Yeah. Kat, Kat's such a, she's such a nose for the goal kind of player. Um, and the, the growth that she made, from junior year to senior year was, was awesome to see. That's exactly, you know, what you hope of a player, you know, whatever that time frame is, whether it's freshman to sophomore year or junior to senior year, uh, you want to see that player take that next step. And Kat did that for us last year. 
uh, to the tune of 14 goals, which was the, the team lead. Um, and she just, you know, she just didn't quit. She had a motor that just went and went and went. And, and you know, it's all to her credit. She put in the work over the summer. She was uh, probably the fittest player we had on the team. And she really, you know, made that happen for, for herself and obviously for the team too. Um, who's the other senior? Uh, uh, Taylor, you know, Taylor did a good, you know, to me, yep. you know, seemed like a role player, but she, you know, always, you know, uh, seemed like games I was going at always, you know, stepped up big. You talk a little bit about Taylor. Yeah, Taylor was Taylor, Molly Brichet. Uh, they were both very talented technical players. Um, and, you know, that's, that's one of the things that's tough about our program is that we have so many talented players that you kind of forget about those players sometimes. But as the coach or, and, and as the, the rest of the coaching staff, we, we know how lucky we are to have players, you know, like Taylor, like Molly, who are, you know, more than just what their role shows. They're, they're technical, they're smart, they're intelligent, um, and they make big plays for you at big times. You know, I, I talk all the time about how proud I am about the soccer players we have and the kind of people that they are. Uh, but they're also, you know, I teach AP classes. A lot of them are in my AP class or my IB classes as well um, because they're, they're just that smart too. They're great kids. Yeah. You know, transitioning into, you know, your senior class this year, you know, me, you've talked, you know, one of your, you know, you tell me how smart she, you know, Lindsay Lloyd, you yeah. know, I got, I got to watch on a basketball court, you know, and um, I want to talk a little bit about that. The income, you, you have a large senior class this year, you know, going through the roster, a lot of talented players too. Who do you expect uh, to take over like the leadership roles that, you know, Athena and, and Anna? Um, yeah, I think we're, we're very kind of fortunate in that we have kind of leaders at every level of the field. Um, and it starts with, with Ava Madoff in the back. Uh, she's vocal. She's, um, you know, got the confidence and she's got the, the skill that everyone kind of, you know, we understand the kind of player that she is. So when, when Ava speaks up, we know that, you know, she knows what she's talking about. So from, from that position, uh, she's going to contribute a lot. Um, you go up to the next line with the, with the back line, we have um, three backs that are, both, that are all centers, starting in the middle with, with Gabby Zuchek, um, a four-year starter for us. And she's someone who's, who's always been a great communicator um, and helping her teammates understand what play needs to be made, who needs to be marking where, and things like that. Um, and along on the outside, Sam Linico and Athena's sister, Acacia, John, of course, are going to be, you know, they don't necessarily um, speak all, as much. They're not as loud on the field, um, but their play stands out and their, it's, their play speaks for itself insofar as leading by example. Um, and you see the same thing across the front line as well. Um, Ryan's not going to, you know, talk your ear off about too much going on. Um, but, you know, you watch Ryan out there and you see how hard she's working and you're like, man, I got to be like that. I have to work like that. And Lindsay Lloyd's the same way. Um, you know, everyone respects her as a person and as a player. And, you know, they, they're not going to want to um, work less because they know that Lindsay is working as hard as she's working. Ryan's working as hard as she is. So we have a great combination of great communicators as leaders, but also the leading by example as well. Yeah, and, you know, I think you hit the head uh, with uh, Ryan, you know, how, how hard she works up front. And, uh, you know, one of the compliments I got from another coach was, you know, how fast she is too, you know, get, you know getting up, up that field. And to me, Ava was probably, you know, I went to sort of a lot of teams last season as a goalie, communicated most. And she was communicating to the whole field, not to just the defense. She was communicating all the way up front, which, 
it's so impressive. And um, I don't know if you want to talk, you know, Eva playing, actually playing states injured, um, you know, tells you, you know, what kind of mentality she has too. Yeah. Yeah. She got hurt in that, um, that Tom's River North game in the short conference semifinal. And, um, and I knew she was hurt, but um, you know, she was at the, the next practice we had and uh, limping a little bit, saw the trainer, but um, she never let on how hard, how much hurt she actually was to the point where, you know, we just kind of forgot about it because, yeah, that was just Ava toughing it out. And then all of a sudden, uh, we're doing uniform collections. A couple of days after we lost, lost 100 Central, she walks into my classroom wearing a boot. And I'm like, Ava, what happened? Um, but that's just, you know, it, it speaks to the, to the mentality that she has, you know, that she's, she's not going to let anything hold her back. Um, so, so, yeah, it's, it's just incredible, the, the things that she's overcome. And so many other people have overcome, too. Yeah. Um, who are some players that might be flying under the radar, underclassmen-wise? Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we like you said, a, a huge, huge senior class, the biggest I've ever had, uh, and a lot of talent there. But we also have a lot of underclassmen um, who people might not be as, com uh, you know, commonly known names, um, but we know them and we understand how strong they are. We have a junior in Kelsey Gilroy, who is a third-year starter for us, um, her first year um she was a center back and she really held things down back there last year she kind of bounced back and forth between center back and holding midfielder um she's going to probably do a little bit of the same this year as well uh but she's a calming presence um she's a hard-nosed player she anticipates the play really well um beyond that we have two sophomores that were both starters for us last year and gabby kaluch who was um kind of flip-flops with kelsey center back to holding mid we might see her push up even a little bit beyond that this year. Uh, and Kayla Wong, who's a fantastic playmaker, um, you know, from the central midfield position. And then we have uh, a few incoming freshmen who are, we, we have a lot of high expectations for too. Now you brought up Kayla. Um, to me, I think, you know, by the time she's a senior, she's going to be a short conference player of the year, you know, that, that type of uh, rare talent. And uh, I, I, so she got mentioned to APP, you know, one of the players to, to watch and, um, uh, Gabby, you know, she stood out a few games that I was at too. And I, you know, I was impressed, you know, that she was so, you know, so young on, you know, on the team. Um, so, you know, Freehold, you know, your team, it just, it seems like just revolving door, you know, talented players. Um, your seniors, do they do a good job as, uh, you know, taking the underclassmen under their wing, you know, showing them, you know, what it is to be, you know, you know, the, the tradition at Freehold. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that the upperclassmen uh, do do the best. You know, they're they're welcoming um, and they're appreciative of the of the talent that the underclassmen have. Um, you know, they're not they're not just you know moving aside and letting them kind of take their positions away. They're making them earn it. And uh, as coaches, you know, we're making everybody earn their positions out there. Um, but they they definitely see the talent that's there, and they know that um, you know we're going to be at our best. When, when Kayla's kind of running things through the middle, uh, they know that we're going to be at our best when, when Gab Kaluch is, you know, involved in both the defense and the transition to the offense. And uh, I think we're starting to get a little bit of understanding about what the, the incoming freshmen are going to be capable of doing too. Uh, I just want, I want to talk to schedule a little bit. What's your feeling of playing, uh, you know, basically home and away the same Yeah, team? so um, I'll be honest with you. When, when it was, you know, May and June, I didn't even know if we were going to have a season. Yeah. So um, the fact that, you know, we're, you know, we're sitting here talking 
and we're a week into, into the preseason. Um, I'm just quite honestly happy that these girls have an opportunity to have a season. Um, so whatever the schedule is, the schedule is, and we're going to go out and we're going to give it our best each and every game. Um, but it's, it's definitely going to be a challenge. You know, we open with Manalapan. Um, we go there and then they come to us. And, um, you know, those are always, you know, big time rivalry games. So those are, those are things that we have to, you know, be ready for. And, and how do we, you know, the first game is going to be at their place. And um, their field is a lot different than our field as far as size goes. And that, that changes the dynamic of the game. Um, and, you know, then you go on and you, you do the same thing with everybody else, the home and away. That dynamic is, is different every time. So, you know, we're excited about the opportunity to play. Um, we're still figuring out a lot of things about, you know, who we are as a team. And um, we hope that, you know, when we get to that October 1st date, that, that we know a lot more and we're ready to go then. It's funny you said, you know, talking about May, you know, April, May, you know, even June, not knowing whether I brought up to somebody in August that I wanted to start doing these interviews. It was probably mid August. And uh, their response was, <laughs> you know, a little early. Do you think there's going to be a season? And, you know, I had the more positive outlook, you know, especially since you saw all the summer leagues running for basketball, soccer, you know, good sports was running their league. Um, one team I want to talk about in your division, you know, to me, Right now, I would have you guys two behind RBC and Middletown South three. Um, I give the advantage because, you, you know, your goalie's returning. Middletown South graduated their goalie. Um, I'm going to talk to um, Coach Barry um, early next week. Um, talk, talk about but that game because, you know, to me, that's a game everyone has circled, you know, on their schedules as, you know, game to see. Yeah, I'd, I'd say, you know, uh, Freel Township and Mid-South, you know, we've had a, quite a few battles over the years as well. Um, last year was a weird one because of the way this, the, the, the short conference got pushed up. We ended up playing that game in the middle of the short conference tournament. Um, and, you know, we were kind of a little banged up at that point. Um, and they got the better of us for sure on that day. Um, but, but we know the talent that they have. Um, and we know it's a lot more than just Katie Coyle, although she's fantastic. We know, we know they're deep and talented. And we know uh, Meg and Jody are doing a great job with them and uh you know we're definitely looking forward to it um it's a little bit later in our schedule so um it's it's circled just because just like all the other games are circled and you know right now we're just we're just focusing on us and trying to make sure we're moving in the right direction are you in a division where you can add two games so um we were able to add one game um our athletic director handles our um scheduling and he does a great job for us so we added um, Ocean Township on uh, October 13th, um, and that's that's kind of where we are on that. Um, yeah, yeah, we don't we don't we don't duck teams. You know, we'll play anybody, but that's just the way it kind of worked out this year. Yeah, I spoke to uh, the Ocean coach last week. I had her on. Um, I know her through uh, Howell Soccer gotcha. Soccer Club. Um, before we wrap up, just a couple couple questions. Um, how how did you find out – how did you feel with the phases that the state rolled out? Um, I know it was tough, you know, but a lot of, you know, conditioning and, and uh, you know, ball skill uh, and uh, ball develop, um, you know, ball handling. Um, what, did uh, Freeld have a good uh, – the, the district have a good uh, game plan going into how to handle it? And, you know, the athletic director – you know, everyone keeps complimenting the trainers in this. You know, trainers this year are probably going to have a bigger role than they ever had. Uh, can you just talk, talk about how, you know, Freehold handled that whole – the phases? Yeah, sure. I think uh, – I think I agree. Our, admit, our administration did a great job of, you know, preparing everybody for the expectations 
and then um, the the actual how it how it went down. Um, the first day, you know, it took a little bit of while for everyone to get through the line and everyone understand exactly what was expected. Um, but yeah, our trainer's fantastic. Um, you know, Rebecca's out there, you know, just about every practice and she's talking to players and she's talking to coaches and she's really, really in tune with what's going on uh, around the whole campus uh, for all the teams that she's in charge of. Uh, as a team, we, we kind of, we sat back a little bit. Uh, we were allowed to start, the state said the 13th of July, our district pushed it back to the 20th. Um, and in that time, we, um, uh, we allowed the girls to kind of work with an outside trainer. Uh, we had Nicole Whitley work out a lot of the girls and uh, that was fantastic for them to get that experience of working with an alumni who, you know, has a lot of pride in what our program is. And, um, and then we started up in August and we went through August for, for those four weeks. Um, and while it was different for sure, you know, no contact at all, the small groups and stuff like that. But, you know, we believe so much in what those four weeks were able to do for us insofar as uh, working on our touch, staying, staying crisp there, working on our passing, uh, and obviously fitness along the way, um, we believe that that did really help us out, um, you know, help to limit the, the muscle injuries and things like that. Um, and then the blackout period for those two weeks, I thought that was a little bit tough, um, but so far it looks like the girls had did a really good job during those two weeks of staying fit. I know some of their club teams were still getting together um, during that time. So hopefully we can avoid those, you know, knickknack preseason pre injuries that, you know, lead into the season but yeah I was I was really happy with with the way this summer actually went off. It seemed like a lot of coaches that I spoke to you know even before I started doing the interviews they brought in you know they didn't bring in the, you know trainers worked with the team you know you know where they weren't involved it seems like you know that seems like to be a norm uh you know which is good you know at least the team's getting together you know getting you know gotta get accustomed because honestly if you just started on monday it's tough you know what two weeks to get a team you know get your team yeah, you know, yeah, for sure. you know, just familiarity and stuff like that last question then i'll let you go what are some goals you have set for the season uh so yeah we just we, we're hoping to get you know we have big goals we have small goals uh we hope to get better each and every day and then um you know, whatever, whatever the championship looks like, you know, we want to be hoisting that trophy at the end of the season. Um, these seniors, when they were freshmen, a couple of them were big role players, big players on that state championship team we had. Um, and the last couple of years, we fell short of what we wanted to accomplish. So whatever championship is out there, we want to go get it. Um, we, know we know we have quite a bit of talent. Um, you know, we have to stay healthy. We have to get a little lucky, and, um, you know, we hope to be hoisting trophies at the end of the year. Yeah, I guess a couple – I said to a couple of coaches, it's, it's tough to set, you know, postseason – you know, if you have post – you know, like a team like yours, you, you would have postseason goals with the town. But it's tough, you know, because you don't even know what the postseason might look like this year, you know. Um, who knows if they're, you know, sure conference. I can't see there being a sure conference the way it's just too condensed. But, uh, you know, the, whatever the states might look like, you know, you know, and, for, you know, Freehold's always in the conversation for those type of uh, postseason awards. Yeah. Uh, Coach, I appreciate you taking your time. And, you know, I know you guys, you guys are busy, especially now with most of your teachers and you yeah. guys practicing. So I look forward to seeing you on the sideline. Yeah, Nick, I appreciate your coverage. I appreciate, you know, you guys, you always looking out for high school sports and especially on the girls' side. So I appreciate you. All right. Thank you, Coach. All right. Take care, Nick.